Hi, I'm Ollie Neal, and welcome to Staying Connected, part of the Equip Project podcast. Staying Connected is a 12-week series focusing particularly on those having to self-isolate because of the coronavirus pandemic. We're aware that being stuck at home can be lonely, so we hope that each short episode will remind Christians of their unity as members of the body of Christ. In each episode, we'll have a Bible reading, a short thought, a prayer, and a final song. Today, I'm really pleased to be able to introduce Tim Graham to the Staying Connected series. Tim's a great friend of mine, and he lives with his wife Susie and their growing family in Lisbon. Tim is a businessman by day and a donut maker by night. Tim has asked me to read Luke chapter 5 verses 12 to 16. And it says, While he was in one of the cities, there came a man full of leprosy. And when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and begged him, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. And he charged him to tell no one but go and show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing, as Moses commanded for a proof to them. But now even more the report about him went abroad, and great crowds gathered to hear him and to be healed of their infirmities. But he would withdraw to the desolate places and pray. Back in early March, as coronavirus became more of a presence in the news, my wife Susie and I decided to rent the 2011 Soderbergh film Contagion. The film runs at an exceptional pace as it quite terrifyingly depicts a fictional deadly virus, MEV1, spreading throughout the world not unlike our current pandemic. It was unsettling to say the least to watch in light of the news headlines. But what I found most haunting were the series of tightly woven shots that reveal that every object in the world is a potential stepping stone for the lethal virus to spread. Hand grips on public transport, door handles, credit card terminals, empty glasses, used napkins, and of course, spoiler alert, a passing handshake. It was then when I realised the danger COVID-19 caused and the importance of the advice that was starting to come out, keep your hands sanitised, wash regularly, stop touching your face and keep two metres away from other people. Now I say I realised the danger, I may have over-dramatised and bought a little too much into the movie's depiction of mass panic, riots, looting and the collapse of society as I continually told Susie that we must prepare a secure garden bunker, a DIY safe room in our house for the post-apocalyptic wasteland world we were only weeks away from seeing. But I did legitimately, as perhaps you did too, suddenly become hyper-aware of everything I touched. Every trip out of the house for food or work could lead to anxiousness, analysing everything that my hand contacted and liberally applying doses from my 5-litre bottle of alcohol sanitizer back in the car. And as I reflect back, I it made me think of the passage Ollie read to us in Luke chapter 5 of a leprous man's encounter with Jesus. For centuries, leprosy had been a devastating disease and was considered the worst of all sicknesses. Dangerously contagious, there was no cure, meaning that a leper wasn't only considered a patient to be cared for so much as an infection risk to be managed. Again, a touch could spread the contagion, and the resulting disease could severely disfigure and damage another healthy body, pulling yet another's into the black hole of pain and hopelessness, which 
was too often a leper's existence. And so it's not without cause that in the Old Testament law, there's devoted significant chapters for instruction of diagnosing, isolating and socially distancing people that show signs of the disease. It rendered the person unsafe to be part of normal society, unable to touch or hug family, unable and unfit to join the congregation in worship of God. The only strategy was containment, keep the healthy from touching the unclean. And the lepers would have to cry, unclean, unclean, as they were outcast, socially rejected, even at times feared and despised, herded together in isolation lockdown. It was just too dangerous. Like with other physical sicknesses, the biblical authors used leprosy as a metaphor for the seriousness of our spiritual and moral condition. The wretched physical outbreak in the unfortunate few represented the reality of the spiritual disease of sin in the hearts of us all. As we do try to suppress the horrible symptoms, bitterness, apathy, jealousy, selfishness, they painfully poke through and reveal the contagion of the heart that has rejected God as Lord and God of our lives. And our spiritual and moral uncleanness is dangerous and not something any of us have the ability to eradicate. The man in Luke chapter 5 was no mild asymptomatic case. Luke records there came a man full of leprosy. We're not told what emboldened him to seek out Jesus, but news of Jesus had travelled to the leper's camp such that he was willing to leave, risk social shame with the expectation of healing. As he approached Jesus, he fell on his face with deep reverence and with faith and courage. He asks, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. Two questions are here raised of Jesus. Firstly, could this man actually do something about the untouchable leper in front of him? Was Jesus able to deal with the one that no one else could? And secondly, would he? To speak the words, say a prayer to his heavenly father, was he willing to do what was needed to heal him? Well, to the first question, the leper had no doubt at all. You can make me clean, he affirms. And perhaps many of us need to learn this man's deep appreciation for the miraculous power of Jesus Christ. And was Jesus willing? Well, readers familiar with the gospel accounts are aware that Jesus can heal from a distance. His voice can bring dead men out of tombs, bring power to a lame man's legs. But here Jesus shows us the significance of his compassion. As he stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. For years the man had been isolated. How long since he had felt the touch of another human being? The leprous man had been rightly warned that any contact with him would cause transmission of the contagion and suffering that would overcome another's health. But what if he were to come into contact with one able to transmit grace and salvation that would overcome his disease? Luke records, and immediately the leprosy left him. I think back over the past weeks where I have feared what I touched. I'm worried that one freak touch of a door handle, grocery item or credit card terminal could lead to my exposure to the virus, which I could then pass on to others. Yet this leprous man didn't expose Jesus to the destructive power of his disease. In Jesus' touch, it was this man who was exposed 
to divine compassion and gracious power. Jesus is not made unclean by contacting the unclean. Instead, the unclean are cleansed through contact with Jesus. This is just as Simon Peter had learnt in the story that Luke records just before the passage we've read. As the fisherman comprehended Jesus' holiness, he cried, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. He too learnt that Jesus is not made unclean by contacting the unclean. Instead, the unclean are cleansed through contact with Jesus. The impact of that touch echoes through the ages. The grace and salvation expressed in that touch, well, that's the very reason Jesus said he came from heaven to earth, to seek and to save the lost. Jesus wasn't afraid to touch the untouchable. To those inherently powerless to cure the bitterness, apathy, jealousy, selfishness, self-pity, and the other damaging symptoms. To come close to those who needed freedom from the enslaving powers and to crippling self-destructive behaviour. Jesus grew close. Jesus drew close. Jesus touched. He changed everything. He can make the untouchable pure again. As we continue to follow the government's advice, taking essential journeys only and taking great care in what we touch, may we think deeply about the one who reversed the spread of the sin contagion with his unique touch of power and compassion. May we rejoice and delight in God's grace to grasp the unclean, in Jesus Christ's blood to cleanse the guilty, and the Holy Spirit's ongoing work to wash and cleanse us with the word. And even as we are limited, in them where we can, there is opportunity to share metaphorically the touch of grace as we encourage one another through these strange and difficult days. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we praise you for the amazing truth that the unclean are cleansed through contact with the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you that Jesus is never afraid to touch the untouchable. He can cure the horrible, ugly symptoms of sin in our lives. At the cross, he has reversed the contagion of sin, and so his touch can set us free and make us pure. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Dwells in humanity, kneels in humanity.